We are finally back with our daily studies. Hopefully we can make it daily again. Yes. That's the intent. Yes. And I promise I will attempt to try to make them quicker, but I don't know that that's going to be possible, but I will try. Well, I think that this is probably like the Again. most important thing that we do. It really is, but I know people's attention span is really short, and I want to. Make, and, and if you're if you're listening to these and just doing them, and you know, in, in periods of time, that's that's perfectly cool too. But I just want to make sure that people are definitely um, getting the most out of it, and we're not going on forever and ever and just yeah. wasting up a lot of air. And while this is, I think, the most important thing that we actually physically do in doing bible study with our family every day and then recording it excuse brandon he's over there like dropping stuff and making they barely heard that um the sometimes life just happens and i know we shared with you guys in like the daily vlogs and stuff but you know we were hosting people at our home and you know doing different things which is exciting you know but we had which was a great opportunity to serve people um here right in front of us which we love doing um actually opened up us even praying about getting to host and serve people on a larger scale year round having people here um, yeah having i think could be an amazing it really motivated us it really did and then um we were all ready to be gung-ho back at it and after all of the chaos kind of settled down, it was just very apparent that our children really needed us. And yeah. we cannot forsake taking care of our household um, just, you know, to try to do these things. And so taking a couple yeah, of days we needed to a just... Unknown days of cleansing, I think, a little yeah, bit. Because, yeah, yeah. Uh, so while I don't want to miss daily Bible studies, and it would be really cool if we could, like, record a few ahead of time. But I do want to share stuff. this with everybody in transparency over this past couple days um this is how seriously i take this stuff is that for the past couple days there's um just some minor things that just have really really bothered me that i had to bring up with the family over the past two days Mm -hmm. and it's nothing nothing major but it's just making sure that we are in check with living exactly like we're telling and advising and showing other people how they should live. Not tell, uh, okay, take that back. I'm, I'm not telling you how to live. I'm, I'm showing you, and, and and I'm not showing you. God is showing you, and I'm just I'm we're just a vessel that He's using. So, I mean that I just want to make sure that our family and our action that you are confident in knowing that. You're listening to somebody that is truly walking this walk, and right? That's that's practicing what they preach and preaching what they practice, (laughs) preaching what they practice. So when we were having some attitude issues and things in the house, you are, which we we discussed actually last night. In neglect, there's some neglect and different things. Um, so for those of you that are maybe still waking up, so for a couple minutes we're chatting here, you know, like Morgan and such. If you're getting up and getting ready, I know, no, y'all have kind of comforted us a little bit that sometimes just talking for a couple minutes is okay. Yeah, and some has the uh, some they have the coffee. Good morning. Get your cup of coffee. We are so excited that you guys. That we all get to kind of wake up together and jump into the word and kind of spend this time together. We really like it, I think, as much as you do. Um, but Brandon, um, we, him and I, we had this discussion last night. After the kids went to bed, we sat outside drinking our cup of tea and discussing this. And I said, honestly, you are 
erring on the side of being too cautious, which I agree with. Mm -hmm. We should do that. But you were very much erring on the side of caution that Timothy is very, you know, the book of Timothy is very clear in explaining how uh, anyone in this type of position must live and must be. And I feel like you were being very hard on yourself and on us as a unit. Mm. Um, As far as this, again, I think we should be leaning to that side of it, but um, we just needed to take a little bit of time to just kind of you know we had yeah. to do that i hate that it meant that we missed getting these recorded i hate that because i don't want to miss any yeah it killed me and especially uh the lord has been so good to us and and has just been um just giving us the opportunity to see the fruit that that we have produced and just giving us so many different opportunities uh for his glory and he's just been so good and it just sucks so bad when you want mm-hmm. to be you know that he's been so good mm-hmm. and all of these things are going on around you and you're like gosh i just want it i just want to do this yeah. and i just want to thank mm-hmm. him and i just want to uh, um you know get back and and doing that so it is it's awesome to be back um Although it probably hasn't seemed that long for people that are listening, because <laughs> we've got a flood of these out there. But again, I'll mention before we start this one that these podcasts and these Bible studies will never ever be fancy. They will never be <laughs> with a types. yeah. But even if we, even no matter how large or how small or whatever it is. It'll always stay just because we don't care, and this works. Because your eyes and my yeah, this isn't. I don't need and I don't need the fancy setup here. Mm -hmm. I need what works, and it's not. And I don't want it, so it's never going to be that. And that's what um, is really nice about our audience is they enjoy the the rawness of it. But I just wanted to remind anybody that that we are constantly getting new people. Um, and most people are just thanking us and praising us for the the rawness and realness of it. But not only is it, yeah, it's just that that's because it's biblically the way that we believe that we should be and that we want to be. I have no yeah. desire. Um, it'd be nice to get, um, you know, maybe some nicer... Uh, A computer like, that works. Nicer computer, <laughs> but... I don't and need, by nicer we mean working. <laughs> unless like everybody is emailing us saying like change your microphone or we're done, then Yeah. <laughs> I mean and this is where I think maybe, It's not the best, I know, but No, but I think it's decent. I think it's okay. And I do think we would really like to to video some of these. Yeah, some of these we will and that's not I didn't which mean Which I think like, will be fun, not, but that will be guys, fancy that just is relatable. See, um like Brandon has like his microphone is broken and he's like taped up this old stand to put it in because with his neck injury he needs it like up <laughs> at a different level. Mine is like broken and duct taped. Whatever, because it's fine because that's not what matters. So we don't have this awesome cool studio like all of these other people have and they do these really cool things. No, we have children and dogs running. Yeah, all nor over do we want stand. it. Yeah, um. no, no, that's not the goal. The point is strip away all of that. 
who cares? Yeah, because that, we not, got rid of everything. Yeah, like, that's even not what you're going to get nice here. Things, so. But if you want just a raw, real, let's dive into scripture, let's live this out loud, let's truly love one another and be here for one another. No that's topical, what you're get. you know, word no. sermons, no feel good. It's basically what it is. It's just. So if that's what you want, that's what you have just walked into. Hello. And um, that's so what we're going to do. So with that big O entry, it's Second Corinthians. But before we start, we should you should take a moment to say a prayer. Hashtag take a prayer. Shut up. <laughs> I love it. I think it's adorable. So take, take one. Prayer. I feel like it's those little red boxes at the store that dispense coupons. You know, it's like take one. <laughs> take a prayer. Take a prayer. Spend no. some time in prayer before we get started. Just go ahead and pause us. And then, of course, if there is anything at all that we can do for you, and I mean this in absolute sincerity, if there is something we can lift up in prayer, if you just need somebody to talk to, yeah. Um, if that, you, I, I want to. You need something physically that you are struggling and you need. I want to interrupt you and tell anybody that's listening that does listen that we are available twenty four seven, and we know a lot of people sometimes just want to talk or just sure. have questions sure. or hurting or need a prayer or need advice. That's what we're here for. Yep. All our information is very public. You can come and we are very responsive to everything that we get. So please don't hesitate or think you're bothering us or anything. We don't think like that. We are blessed that everybody that the Lord brings to our plate, we are blessed by. And we we feel like we are doing, um, you know the work of the Lord when we are doing these things and we just enjoy it. We get a selfish enjoyment out of it. Um, encouraging others right. Out of encouraging. Yeah. And that's the kind of selfish enjoyment. That's okay. Yeah. That even Paul. So if you're going to boast in anything, yep. <laughs> boast in the Lord. So if there's literally anything at all that we can do for you, if you just go to APHomeChurch.com, all of our info is on there. Um, you can reach us in whatever way is the easiest. Anytime. Yeah, we're here. This is this is what we do all day. All day, our day. We are East Coast. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. But, but other than that. Whatever we can do. Whatever so we can do. So we're in 2 Corinthians. Um, we're going to read chapters 4, 5, and 6 today. And... Brandon, when he's not breaking stuff over there, is reading out of the NLT version. Um, this is the Bible study. I know if you guys listen to these normally, we tell you this every time, but this is the Bible study that we do with our kids. This is our family Bible study. We read out of the NLT with them. Um, our kids are ages 6, 8, and 14 that we're doing this Bible study with. Um, and this one is... Uh, and we showed, or you showed video this morning. So on <laughs> vlog number, what's today, 53, I think if you go to our YouTube, 54. So if you go to episode 54 of our vlog. Do you have it up? It will be up by the time this goes up. Okay. Um, I showed a video clip. Some of you have asked, why don't you just record these when you do your family Bible study? <laughs> we would love to hear the kids' questions and interaction and things like that, which I get is a wonderful idea. Wonderful. Totally understand. 
I shared with you three ages of three of our children. The fourth child is a year old. She makes it a little more... Complicated. <laughs> complicated. And so I did share a video clip of us trying to get started with Bible study today. Mm-hmm. And that is why we do Bible study with our children in the morning. And then later in the afternoon, Daddy and I come downstairs and re-record our Bible yeah. studies. <laughs> Sans one-year-old. <laughs> now, I do have to say, Blood. we were trying to keep it in step with what we did every day. Yep, but it's not anymore. But it's not. We are really, really far behind on here, and we're really far ahead in our, our personal one. Maybe we'll catch up one day. Yeah, maybe like tomorrow or something, like if we just record a bunch yeah, of things, that would be really cool. Before we start and for since we haven't done one in a couple days, go ahead and go back if you haven't listened because we've gone through all of Corinthians before. Mm-hmm. We've been reading all of the letters. Yeah, backwards. Because that's so, what kids wanted to do. So. Yeah. Go back and read the first one. So go and, and listen to the other Corinthians ones uh, before you listen to this one because I know this one will come out and I know we've had some new people come on board since then. So listen to those other if you want. Verse 1. The letter might make a little more sense. Yeah, it might make a little bit more sense now. Mm -hmm. Verse 1. Therefore, since God in his mercy has given us this new way, we never give up. We reject all shameful deeds and underhanded methods. We don't try to trick anyone or distort the word of God. We tell the truth before God, and all who are honest know this. If the good news we preach is hidden behind a veil, it is hidden only from people who are perishing. Satan, who is the god of this world, has blinded the minds of people who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. This is one point that we as Christians have to remember, and it's one that's also misunderstood, or people just... uh, just put it aside altogether satan the god of this world which is in itself is is a huge statement but has blinded the minds of those who don't believe Mm -hmm. so they don't understand it it doesn't make sense and the bible specify i mean it's folly to them this is a fairy tale this is, and you see this in the world. This is a, a large worldview. The people will make fun of this as fairy tales. Is just you, you know, you'll hear the comedians, and it it stabs you in the heart every time somebody just starts to make fun of it. Um, but you'll hear people talking about it, and you can tell that they just they don't want to believe. They're talking, you know, it's just some weird, creepy fairy tale. Well, there's a reason for that. Well, and that's why you can sit down and talk to people and just talk till you're blue in the face, just showing all this stuff. And they stuff don't get and it. Show, and people just do not connect it. They just don't see it. And you're like, I'm literally reading you the text. Like, it literally says this clear as day, and people just do not see it. And, well, I mean, unfortunately, we, they are they're They're bound by a power that's that's stronger than you yeah not Um, he who is not he is who is within you but they're stronger than you and not they are but what's binding them that Mm -hmm. is stronger 
than you are. And, and that's what's keeping them from understanding the message about the glory of Christ. That right. You were trying to share. So I know we've had a lot of questions about unbelievers. Um, yeah, they are not to say that they're Satan possessed no. or devil possessed or whatever. But Satan has their held held, their mind held captive mm -hmm. because he is the god of this world, mm -hmm. of of this reality, this earth that we're living in. He's uh, failed their mind. Which is, I mean, it's. <laughs> I make a joke, but I mean, it's the 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 king of the poop pile. It's yeah. it's nothing. Yeah. You know, and it's already been, he's already been defeated, so it's nothing. But at the same time. It's everything for the reality that we live in because we live under this, 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 um, not we as Christians, but the world lives under this bondage to Satan. And we, we need to take that in light of, of sharing the gospel with people or if we have, you know, pain in our specific, you know, in our specific lives mm -hmm. from, from people that are not willing to, or you're wondering why you're being persecuted, mm -hmm. or you, you know why you're because the enemy is much larger than you are, yeah. um, not larger than Christ, so you can handle it. But this is why it happens. So once you identify your enemy, it's a lot easier to fight your enemy. Exactly. But because then you know what you're doing. Right. But he has, he has bought. He, you, they just don't get it. Mm -hmm. It's a fairy tale. So, verse. You see, we don't go around preaching about ourselves. We preach that Jesus Christ is Lord, and we ourselves are your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who said, let there be light in the darkness, has made this light shine in our hearts, so we can know the glory of God that is seen in the face of Jesus Christ. We now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power is from God, not from ourselves. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. In verses uh, 8, nine and ten there of how the paul brings up the persecution and the deliverance mm -hmm. on there so it's it's the pain and the comfort you know we're pressed on every side by troubles nothing's getting any better yeah but we're not crushed yeah we're perplexed we have no idea what to do yeah. No clue but what we're, we're doing, but we're not driven to despair. Mm -hmm. We're hunted down, <laughs> but not abandoned by God because He always mm -hmm. comes through. And um, yeah, you know they getting got down, they got yeah, getting knocked down but not destroyed. Um, they got knocked down many times. He got his butt beaten many times, and. and you know, I, I've said it in podcasts before, but he woke up the next day. Yeah. And he was alive and and God delivered him and he had happy times after that. He also had really crappy times again. Yeah. But still woke up the next he day. still woke up the next day. So I love how he gives that kind of you know, the 
the answer to it. Yeah, yeah, that contrast. 11. Yes, we live under constant danger of death because we serve Jesus, so that the life of Jesus will be evident in our dying bodies. This verse is very applicable to the Sri Lanka bombings that happened this past week that we just spoke about in uh, the podcast before this, but um, because we live in constant danger of death because we serve Jesus, even though this was specific to to Paul's ministry and the apostles' ministry, it's no different between Christians and they will be persecuted and we, they are being persecuted. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Christians in many countries are un, under constant danger of death because we serve Jesus. And let's be honest, church, you think that this is far from our own, our own land. No, it's not. We've already seen this happen, not on the scale that it's happened in other countries, but we still live in a, a, a sense of danger because we serve Jesus, because we go to church, because we do these things. So it's not, it wasn't, Paul's just not speaking of himself. He's speaking of us as well. Verse 12. So we live in the face of death, but this has resulted in eternal life for you. But we continue to preach because we have the same kind of faith the psalmist had when he said, I believed in God, so I spoke. We know that God who raised the Lord Jesus will also raise us with Jesus and present us to himself together with you. All of this is for your benefit. And as God's grace reaches more and more people, there will be great thanksgiving and God will receive more and more glory. That is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. For our present troubles are small and won't last very long. Yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. Amen. And so that's a good one to hold on to. Yeah. Things seem impossible. You are never going to get through this. Why do we have to struggle so much? Well, and that's why I wanted to go to 18 quick, just to finish. Well, because it fits in with it. So he says, so we don't look at the troubles that we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on the things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever. How he enters the chapter like that, we don't, mm-hmm. you know. This is my favorite scripture to quote to anybody that comes with with question of despair and, mm-hmm. and wonder and ah, it'll happen and it happens a lot and how do we get through it by knowing that it doesn't last very long and even if it is a lifelong misery that you have personally in the grand scheme of in things. the grand scheme of this is a blip of time mm-hmm. and you have you you don't lose who you are we don't become we become a brand new creation but we don't become brand new people we're we're who we are uh we you know so your personal life hasn't been thrown away hasn't been wasted it's yet to come mm-hmm. you you haven't even had it yet yeah 
So this is not. You can't be living your best life because your best life hasn't. It hasn't even happened. Here. Yeah, <laughs> it's, you, not you, it's not here yet. Mm-hmm. This is only a little tiny shadow of what it's all about. And for some people, it's incredibly painful. For other people, it's easier. For I, I don't know how God works, but that's how it is. But no matter what, this is just a small point in time that we can't get wrapped up in. And it's easy to. Mm-hmm. It's easy to. Well, what about this? I never got to. Or I wish I would have. Or... Mm-hmm. Why do I have to go through this? Why do I have to waste my... Don't think like that. It's easy to get in despair. I do it. Believe me. I still do it. I still war with these feelings. I, I think anybody that, that, that's got this does. But we can't, we, we can't fix our, our thoughts and, and our, our, our things on that. Because it's it, it it just won't it won't get you anywhere. But if you in in how to do that, I think is very important to to note too that if you read the Bible and you understand these this perfect time the this Christ ruling over the earth and what that looks like to mankind mm-hmm. is the type of thing that it's just it's perfect and beautiful and all the things that we as humans are created to do and the talents that we have are just echoed in this perfect environment and Randy Alcorn this that heaven yeah. book we've we've mentioned it so many times but I just urge you to go read that because he does such a great job of of painting a picture of the kingdom, the kingdom of heaven, and you it to the point where you get so excited, you just cannot wait for this to come, and it's something that most of us don't think about because we don't understand it, mm-hmm. and or if we do, we picture the whole you know sitting on clouds playing harps because that's what the world you know makes fun of it as, but. He does a great job of pointing out that, and even creates a a term for it, that we think that these things that we see are bad. They, these these things that these created things they're not bad. Some of them are temporary and are only meant for this world. But then you see things like the Lord has created music, the Lord has created art, all these different every you know every talent. Uh, that he's given humans and you know we have I always tell we have hands and feet we walk we run we play this is this is our purpose this is there's nothing the games that we play the different things that we do that's all what we were meant to do and these things on a perfect scale of of just a world that we just a reality that is like this but altogether different mm-hmm. perfect and and sometimes it's it's hard to grasp but don't think too far from what you know as in 
you know, just the joy and the happiness, the things that you, you get, you know, we, we love to go on walks, right? We love to travel. We love to, to see things and the beauty of, of God's creation. He created all of this. Of course he loves it. Of course this is a purpose. This is what he wants. We, we, we see his creation. It's beautiful. It's all meant for his glory. You think this is going to go away? You think that type of... No, it's going to be better in a way that we can't even understand. Paul says things too wonderful to even speak. He was afraid even that people would get cocky because of the things that he said. These things are like awesome and worth looking forward to. And if you can just fix your, your eyes on knowing that it's just going to get better and it's just going to be just larger than you can imagine just fix your eyes on that not the fact that your basement floods every time it rains really hard or you know if all your struggles your power is getting shut off or if your water you know whatever it is you know whatever it'll all be over soon mm -hmm. and not in a bad way yeah right? we don't desire to die yeah we just desire to to be reconciled with the lord completely reconciled so verse or not verse chapter five hey verse one for we know that when this earthly tent we live in is taken down that is when we die and leave this earthly body we will have a house in heaven, an eternal body made for us by God himself and not by human hands. We grow weary in our present bodies, and we long to put on our heavenly bodies like new clothing. For we will put on heavenly bodies. We will not be spirits without bodies. While we live in these earthly bodies, we groan and sigh. But it is not that we want to die and get rid of these bodies that clothe us. Rather, we want to put on our new bodies so that these dying bodies will be swallowed up by life. God himself has prepared us for this as a guarantee he has given us his Holy Spirit. So we are always confident, even though we know that as long as we live in these bodies, we are not at home with the Lord. For we live by believing and not by seeing. Yes, we are fully confident and we would rather be away from these earthly bodies for then we would be at home with the Lord. So whether we are here in this body or away from this body, our goal is to please him. For we must all stand before Christ to be judged. We will each receive whatever, whatever we deserve for the good or evil we have done in this earthly body. All right, verse 10 here is usually a tricky one with people. It's judgment. Christians don't face judgment in the sense of, um, sending you to final judgment but as far as stand before Christ to be judged this is for uh, either a reward received or a reward lost mm -hmm. but it's not our final judgment that non-believers will have verse 11 because we understand our fearful responsibility to the Lord, we work hard to persuade others 
God knows we are sincere, and I hope you know this too. Are we commending ourselves to you again? No, we are giving you a reason to be proud of us. So you can answer those who brag about having a spectacular ministry rather than having a sincere heart. Amen. If it seems we are crazy, it is to bring glory to God. And if we are in our right minds, it is for your benefit. Either way, Christ's love controls us. Since we believe that Christ died for all, we also believe that we have all died to our old life. He died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ who died and was raised for them. We have died to our old life. That is, I answered this question uh, to somebody last night, actually. That this is how you you can never, the, the question was from losing your salvation. You can never lose your salvation if you truly have it. Truly having it is the is the is the thing, and there's no there's no uh, human gauge on on whether you have it or don't, and you know there's no there's no test you can take. Um, it's it's obvious by the spirit living in you that the works that will it will produce that you have it or you don't so that doesn't mean that you won't slip up and you won't mess up but that means that having that spirit inside of you means that you have completely repented and turned from these things that you used to do and you hate them and you despise them and they frankly they frighten you 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 know whenever you get involved with anything that that was part of your old life or, or part of your old sinful past, you want nothing to do with it. You despise it. You you reject it, and you. But at the same time, if you see that in something else or somebody else, that's a huge responsibility of yours to to call out and to to have a ministry about, because that's how you can help people. Is you have seen and identified your sin. And, and the the horrible things that it brought and you have been forgiven and washed completely from that by turning from it and have nothing to do with it and by snatching others out of the fire um, because of how you were saved so we no longer live this old lifestyle our lifestyle is completely changed so if somebody says oh yes i found jesus and they're the same person that they were before they found jesus they didn't truly find jesus they just said they found jesus Mm -hmm. so in that sense it's no you didn't lose your salvation you never had it because you never truly repented and you never truly accepted well, Satan believes in Jesus. Sure. Even the demons believe and they shudder. <laughs> Doesn't mean he has sure. Jesus. Shout out to James and Travis there. <laughs> he's, he's finally done with the book of James. We were just talking oh, about Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Jesus? Uh-huh. Jesus, isn't that? Jesus, yeah. yeah. 
Bob, Bob Marley. Marley. <laughs> Bob Marley, Justice Christ. Bless. Yeah, bless him. Anyway, people aren't gonna understand. Nope, that. no clue. That's Sorry. gonna sound random rambling. Well, if they've listened this long, it's a very few few of them. All right, which I hope you have. But verse sixteen, right? Mm-hmm. So Still, I'm so good. So we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. At one time, we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view. How differently we know him now. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. So for anybody that has known me personally in my old life, would say that this new life is completely different. And I'm not boasting or bragging about myself i'm using myself as an example of somebody that needed to die to old self and would be surprising that that i would be this guy mm -hmm. because i was i wish alexis was here for this because she could vouch for it a little bit better she'd have all kinds of things to say sorry you're filming chickens well, we're taking a little break here in the Bible study to show a vlog clip. Yeah, so make sure and watch the vlog so you'll know what we're talking about. He's into our basement office and is eating the food we threw on the floor to try to entice the chickens in here earlier. Because <laughs> we were trying to get the one chickens to come in. They didn't care. They left and we're like, okay, so we gave up. And then next thing we knew, this one was rolling through here. Which chicken is that? I don't. Chocolate? Is that one chocolate? I think so, because... The girls named these ones. We I think that's chocolate. Bop, 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 bop. <laughs> they could probably hear it. <laughs> All right. Back to real life. Sorry, everybody, about that. But, yeah, see, like, I... Things like me playing with chickens now is definitely not an old me. 20 years in the making, ladies and gentlemen. Now they're... Now there, she's eating my part of the old desk that I had. All right. Whoa. And that shows you the realness of what's going on in this house. That was Virginia upstairs. Verse 18. And all of this is a gift from God. <laughs> what a funny. Amen. <laughs> Sorry. Who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ who never sinned to be the offering for our sin so that we could be made right with God through Christ. Jump into chapter 6. And a chicken. <laughs> chapter 6, verse 1. As God's partners, we beg you not to accept this marvelous gift of God's kindness and then ignore it. For God says, at just the right time I heard you. On the day of salvation I helped you. Indeed, the right time is now. Today is the day of salvation. We live in such a way that no one will stumble because of us. 
and no one will find fault with our ministry. In everything we do, we show that we are true ministers of God. We patiently endure troubles and hardships and calamities of every kind. We have been beaten, put in prison, faced angry mobs, worked to exhaustion, endured sleepless nights, and gone without food. See, the apostles did too. Not just us. <laughs> Not just us. Verse 6, we prove ourselves by our purity, our understanding, our patience, our kindness, by the Holy Spirit within us and our sincere love. We faithfully preach the truth. God's power is working in us. We use the weapons of righteousness in the right hand for attack and the left hand for defense. We serve God whether people honor us or despise us, whether they slander us or praise us. We are honest, but they call us imposters. We are ignored, even though we are well known. We live close to death, but we are still alive. We have been beaten, but we have not been killed. Our hearts ache, but we always have joy. We are poor, but we give spiritual riches to others. We own nothing, and yet we have everything. Oh, dear Corinthian friends, we have spoken honestly with you, and our hearts are open to you. There is no lack of love on our part, but you have withheld your love from us. I'm asking you to respond as if you were my own children. Open your hearts to us. Don't team up with those who are unbelievers. How can righteousness be a partner with wickedness? How can light live with darkness? What harmony can there be, be between Christ and the devil? How can a believer be a partner with an unbeliever? And what union can there be between God's temple and idols? For we are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will live in them and will walk among them. I will be their God and they will be my people. Therefore, come out from among unbelievers and separate yourselves from them, says the Lord. Don't touch their filthy rags and I will welcome you. And I will be your father and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. That was a perfect place to leave it. So, we will be, be back, back tomorrow. tomorrow with yeah. the rest.